again, everyone. Welcome to the Red and White Authority. I'm Art Regner. This is episode 133. As always, the Red and White Authority is presented by Labatt Blue. It is the official Canadian beer of the Detroit Red Wings. And now that it's the holiday season and you'll be entertaining, what better way to say happy holidays than with an ice-cold, frothy Labatt Blue? We do ask that you drink our premium beer responsibly. Uh, the next couple of episodes on the Red and White Authority, we're going to be spending time in Grand Rapids, the home of the Grand Rapids Griffins. Uh, we're going to be talking to a couple of the players. And uh, up first is Moritz Sider, or Mo Sider, the Red Wings' number one draft pick from the 2019 draft. He was drafted sixth overall uh, from Germany, played for Mannheim. He's only 18 years old, and he's having a pretty good start to his professional career in Grand Rapids. Let's begin with Mo Sider. Mo Sider now joining us here on the Red and White Authority. Mo, thank you for joining us. I mean, I uh, we go back a long way to the, the night you were drafted uh, uh, in Vancouver. Uh, thank you. How are you adjusting to life in North America? Yeah, first of all, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, it's been great so far. I really enjoyed the time with the boys. Um, they're taking good care of me, and uh, all in all, we have a pretty good time here. I've always heard from my friends that have traveled the world, they have told me, I mean, the only place I've ever been outside the United States besides Mexico and Canada has been England. It has been London. I've never been to Germany, even though I have tons of relatives in Germany. My last name is German. And the reason I'm bringing this up is, is that they've all said when you travel extensively around the world, Germany is the most like the United States. Is that true? And you've, I know you've only been here for a while, but that the culture is somewhat similar. That's actually a good question. I mean, I was struggling a little bit uh, in the first couple of months, but um, and maybe. I mean, the food is pretty different. Um, that was a big commitment I had to make, um, quitting the German food. But, um, yeah, I really enjoy it now. Um, yeah, you always find some good spots in the States, too. But, um, yeah, to conclude, I would say I'm missing missing Germany for sure. What, what kind of food are you... Uh I mean, you, you know, now I'm going to be stereotypical. I mean, I'm thinking what, like German chocolate cake, you know, German potato salad, stuff that we would use, schnitzel, whatever that is. You know, I mean, is, that, is it hardcore? Because when I look at a German diet, it doesn't seem like it's the healthiest of foods, or am I wrong? Um, it always depends what you want, what do you want to eat. I mean, um, we... we uh, we really enjoy enjoy eating pasta, I would say. Oh, really? Um, so um, that's like a going to food probably all day, all day. So um, I really enjoy that. Um, but for sure, uh, a schnitzel has to be on the menu too. <laughs> really? What is schnitzel? Um, yeah, it's uh, normally it's kind of like meat. You put it in a little oil, and then you just broil it, and um, that's, that's not too it. bad. No, but um, I don't know, maybe. It's just a, a German thing. I don't know. Really? Well, what kind of American food have you gravitated to? Um, I, the biggest game changer in my life was probably peanut butter. Mm. Um, that was that was one of the things I I have fell in love with probably. So uh, that's um, yeah, that's a going to for sure. So what? You have a big jars of peanut butter at your place, and you just like scoop it out with a spoon, or? Uh, no, no, not at all. I mean, it's just nice. Uh, every time you want to eat a little snack, um, you get some fresh bread, put some peanut butter jelly, and uh, you're fine. 
Really? So, so peanut butter is... Can you get peanut butter in Germany or no? Yeah, you can get it for sure, but it's definitely not that popular uh, back home than it is here. Really? Do you think that maybe you might franchise like most ciders peanut butter in Germany or something? Oh. Try to turn on the whole culture to it? Uh, maybe someday. <laughs> why, why not? Why yeah, not? really. Sounds good yeah. to me. I mean, I think Andrew and I will back you in that too. I, I mean, um, let's let's move on actually to hockey. You know, you, you know, you're. I've always said this when you were drafted sixth overall, and I'm just not saying it because you're sitting right in front of me. I wasn't that surprised, and I'll tell you why. Because I follow this draft all the time. And where you started in September of, um, of, of 2000 and, I guess, 18 into 19, you were like 38, 39th overall or, you know, I mean, but you significantly moved up each month. So by the time that you were drafted, I, I don't know what the final rankings was. I did a compilation, but you were like 13th, 12th, something like that. To leap to six is not that big of a deal. Um, did you, I know you were surprised, I mean, when you were drafted as high as you were by the Red Wings, but were you, did you feel as you were playing for Mannheim last year that you were really elevating your game and thus elevate, elevating your draft status? Um, yeah, when you look back, probably for sure. But um, at that time, I was just thinking about playing games, um, stepping into pro hockey, getting comfortable, um yeah and i'm i mean the probably the biggest surprise was uh the world championship and then i knew a little bit there was uh yeah something is going in the right direction and um you might have a chance to be i don't know one of the earlier picks uh this season so but all in all i mean i've never talked to my agent about like rankings and stuff like that because i didn't want to get disappointed at the draft so um um, yeah, I was I was expecting it somewhere between 15 to 20, so um, that was uh, definitely a surprise for me. How much interaction did you have with the Red Wings before the draft? Because I do know that Steve Eiserman saw you a number of times when you were playing in Germany. Yeah, uh, I just heard it. I mean, he was he was in Germany a couple of times. I think uh, during he was working with Tampa too, and um, yeah, in the end we had. Um, a nice meeting at the dra at the combine. Um, a nice meeting before the draft too, but I mean there was always that number six, so I was like kind of like a little bit uh, scared or a little bit afraid to to think about that. But in the end, I mean. So you knew Detroit liked you and had an interest in you, but you figured maybe that's a little too high for me. You you didn't want to get your hopes up that they would take you at six. You slotted, as you said to yourself, something, you know, in the, like 15 or 13 to 20 or whatever. Um, so were you surprised then when they when they drafted you? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, I think everybody could saw at my reaction that I was surprised. Um, but now it's, I mean, it's over. The draft is gone. I, I play for the Griffins now. So, um, yeah, I think it was just a, a wonderful moment in my life. You know, I, I remember asking you, I don't know, I, I guess it had to be up in Traverse City, what you were going to do, because you really haven't said. You know, we weren't sure were you going to make the Red Wings out of camp, which, you know, is not that much of a stretch. Um, were you going to go back to Mannheim and play in Germany, or were you going to go to Grand Rapids? And you told me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to Grand Rapids. I want to stay in North America. And I remember coming back at you and said, listen, I'm going to write that or I'm going to tell people that 
Are you sure? Because you had never said anything like that. When did you make the decision that you were going to, regardless of you know where you were playing, whether it was Grand Rapids or Detroit, you were going to stay in North America this season? Um, literally at the, at the last day uh, at camp, um, we had the final exit meeting with Steve and uh, the whole staff, and we decided it's going to be the, probably the best yeah, possibility for me to play in, in North America and stay in DHL. So, um, yeah, it was kind of a quick turnaround, and then I was um, pretty happy. Were you, did you, were you surprised that you wanted to stay number one? I mean, you're, you're a young man. You know, you're, you, know, you, you can play in, in Mannheim, which is a great organization in its own right. Uh, were you surprised that you wanted to play in North America and that the Red Wings wanted you to play in North America? I mean... Uh, it always depends, like uh, where you play the most, where you can get the most ice time, where you can learn the most, and um, yeah, we figured out it's gonna be probably Grand Rapids, so um, that was a an easy step to make for me and for the whole organization, I think. You know, I know I'm jumping around a little bit here, but I'm really, really curious. How does a kid from Germany uh, become a professional hockey player? I know in the last Olympics you you played in the gold medal game uh, Germany against Russia, but but really, when I think German or German athletes, I think obviously football slash soccer players or tennis players like Boris Becker or somebody. I mean, I mean, how? What turned you on to this sport? Um, yeah, I had the chance in kindergarten to jump on the ice um, during winter, so um, I was skating around with five, and I really enjoyed it. So after those couple times, I went over to the hockey facility and. Uh, tried it out and um, I yeah I really enjoyed it and I was coming over and over again so um, that was the first touch I, I made with hockey but I think like overall German hockey is going in, in the right direction I mean we play in, in every single top division again um, like uh, they're under 18s promoted last season they're under 20 uh, promoted last season we're gonna go um, to check this season and uh, everybody is excited. So you're playing. Did, did you ever get any feedback from your buddies? I mean, are they telling you, Mo, what the heck are you doing? I mean, you know, you should be, you know, kicking that round ball on, on the pitch or something, you know, or were they? Um, not really. I mean, um, when you're a kid, you always try different sports and you all play all kind of sports. But uh, <coughs> I really enjoyed the hockey, so I uh, I stuck with that one, and I was pretty happy. And I mean, the only thing um, that was a little tough to, to to get my parents on the hockey side because they only know hockey from from fighting and roughing from each other. So that was kind of like a big deal to get them used to hockey. So mom was like, "I don't want my little Mo." Messing up his beautiful face. You're you're not playing hockey, or yeah, that was. Uh, but then we went over and uh, she saw how how everybody's <coughs> taking care of the young kids, and she was really enjoying it too. So and now I think they're one of my biggest supporters. When uh, the thing that really, and I think Steve has said this, and that I noticed, especially at that prospects tournament, is that you have a high hockey IQ. You think the game very well and you are able to anticipate um is that just natural i mean it, it, it i mean it, it when you first stepped on the ice even as a little boy at five did it really start just to come to you that for whatever reason you said wow this i think i pretty much have found my sport 
Um, yeah, I don't know. <coughs> All the people were telling me, like, hey, you're doing a pretty good job. And I thought, like, okay, I'm just doing, like, uh, daily business and, like, everybody else. But um, probably there was something everybody saw that I couldn't see. I don't know. Um, but in the end, I'm now I'm pretty confident uh, with myself on the ice. I think I can read plays uh, early and be ahead of my opponents. Any hesitation about playing in Mannheim to play in a professional league at 18 years old? Or 17? You might have um, even been 17 when you first started. Yeah, I mean, I had my first games when I was 16. Wow. Um, so it was nice to get that feeling to be prepared for the next season. Um, I was playing for four games before I stepped into the like the, the the team, and so I was used to the team. I was used to the facility, the organization. So um, and um, yeah, we had an awesome team with uh, great leaders, um, and they helped me out every single day. So um, I was I was a little kid uh, um, just in enjoying his his dream. So it was it was awesome. Um. You're drafted now. You're playing in North America. Uh, you're acclimating very well. You, you know, you're thinking about maybe someday, you know, distributing peanut butter in Germany. You know, you, everything seems to really be going for you. Um, what has? I'm I'm really kind of curious because the AHL is a really tough league and it's a real physical league. Even though you're a good sized young man. Your body really still hasn't filled out yet. How is the physical grind on you in this professional league, which many consider to be the second best professional league in the entire world? I mean, I think when you saw the last couple uh, last couple games from me, I was, you saw I was pretty comfortable and I was uh, throwing a couple bodies around too. So, um, no, I'm uh, playing tough or making the opponent tough to play against me. That's... That's always nice, and um, that's part of my game too. You know, you, 20 games. You've got a goal. Finally, your first first goal here. Congratulations! Uh, 10 assists, which I believe amongst rookies in the AHL is second. Uh, 11 total points uh, for being a defenseman. A minus two is not bad. Uh, you know, your first time around in 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 this kind of league. Uh, uh, what do you hope this year brings for you? Do you look at it as Grand Rapids? Would you like Detroit to call you up and maybe do a Zadina like a nine-game audition, or uh, have you have you thought that far ahead? I mean, you always wanted to get the call. I mean, that's why you're playing. Um, uh, you always want to be in the NHL, but it just matters about the the right timing. And at the moment, I'm I'm feeling good here. Um, I play, yeah, huge minutes. Um, um, the coaches trust me. They put me out in every single situation. So um, I think uh, Grand Rapids is the, is the right step right now. Let's say, you know, and I'm not issuing, wishing injuries on anybody or anything like that, but boom. What would it mean to you if at 18 years old you get a call up to Detroit? Yeah, dream coming true. I mean, that's why we're playing hockey. I think every little kid is dreaming about playing the best league in the world and when you get the opportunity you want to be prepared and um, I think that's what it's all about it's just about every day coming into the to the rink and working working your butt off to to earn that opportunity to play 
for the Red Wings. You know, I know you're a real gregarious guy. I knew that the moment I met you in Vancouver when I first interviewed you. Uh, the media people that had talked to you beforehand said, oh, wow, Detroit, you really got yourself a, a media superstar, if not a superstar player. Uh, and, you know, talking to you, as I said, I knew. But I talked to Gus, uh, Gus Lindstrom. Um, he says that maybe sometimes you're a little too chatty, that he has to tell you to... <laughs> <laughs> to, call, to calm it down a little bit, that he and Zadita at times, because you're just so amped up all the time. Um, I mean, he was kind of joking, but yeah. I think he wasn't either, you know? I mean, kind of a little bit of both. Um, I mean, do you, do, you're a vocal, I would imagine you're a vocal guy. I mean, you, I remember at the Cherryland Humane Society, you were the one, hey, we got to get this picture done, or let's go, fellas. Yeah. I mean, does that leadership just a natural quality for you? Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, I was... Uh I was uh, the captain last year on the under-20 on on team, too, and mm -hmm. I was uh, the youngest. But um, I always want to take leadership and want to get the boys to the next level. And um, But all in all, I think we're just joking around with Z and, and Gus, and we're having a great time. Um, they, come in, they come in over a lot of times to our apartment, so... Um, we're having a great time for sure. You know, when, when, you, when you walk in, the, the leadership, but I mean, what, what I like about you is, I, I'm sure when it's time to play, you're all about playing. you all about winning the game. I can remember you've told me that, and we haven't talked all that much, you know, but you've always said the first goal, whatever, is to win. Just win the game. That, that, that's what you, you want to do. But, but you also seem to know you have a good balance about when it's time to be serious and when it's time to maybe mess around. Is that uh, – and let's be honest, I, you know, I don't know if, how – well, maybe Germans are known for their sense of humor. But, I mean, you seem to really have a uh, – you know, you seem to like to mess around a little bit. I mean, is, is, that, is that a fair assessment? Yeah, I mean, it's always nice uh... – to, to get away from hockey and, and make funny things. And I think sometimes you have to just uh, get out of the ring and do something else. And I think I can can do that pretty well. And <laughs> well, joke, I'm sure uh, you can. <laughs> joke around a little bit with the boys. And uh, I think um, everybody's enjoying it. And I love having people around me. So, um, yeah, all in all, I'm just, I'm just happy right now. You know, I know Ben's the coach, and they do a great job here in Grand Rapids, and, and you're focused on being a Griffin. Do you have much contact with Detroit, whether it be Sean Horkoff? Does Steve occasionally check in with you, or what kind of relationship do you have with the Red Wings? I mean, uh, yeah, Hork and Cleary are always here. They come down here. We have uh, skill sessions with NAR, and, um, yeah, so we're still in contact, I would say, probably every week. And... Um, yeah, I heard uh, Steve was here a couple times, um, but uh, yeah, in the end, it's just Grand Rapids right now, and we try to to win hockey games, and I try to get better, so I don't have to worry about uh, Detroit so much at the moment. Really? So you're you're just pretty much focused on just getting better at this point? Oh yeah, for sure, and uh, just like living living the daily basis in in North America because sometimes it's not that easy um, alone. Um, but um, we have a great group of guys, uh, so they take good care. How do you like the smaller ice surface? Was it much of an adjustment for you? Um, not really. I mean, I was pretty comfortable with it during during prospect camp already. So I'm just I'm I'm uh, I'm feeling fine on it. I'm. Uh, it's just I think it helps my game to play a little bit more physical and jumping up in place too. You know, you're 18 years old. 
your number sixth overall pick uh, in the, in the NHL draft. How has your life changed from the moment you were drafted into the NHL? I mean, uh, obviously a little bit. I mean, I'm living in a new country, I'm living on my own, sharing an apartment with uh, with Joe and Joe Valeno. Uh, yeah, and um, yeah, things. I think a lot of things have changed, but I'm still uh, I'm still the 18 year old boy who is just uh, living a dream right now, and I think. You should never forget where, where you come from and always be thankful for those things. So um, all in all, I'm just uh, excited to to get going in the season. You know, uh, do you have a timeline, a personal timeline, when you would like to see yourself in a Red Wing uniform? Um, no, not at all. Um, could be could be next season, could be during the year. Um, I don't really care at all, to be honest. You know, Joe Valeno is one of our bloggers, so I've been talking to Joe for a long for a long time. I would imagine you guys share an apartment together. Do you fight over hair products? Because you both have just like huge heads of hair. I mean, is it uh, shampoos and all that? Do you guys talk about it? Because I would imagine that you guys probably have the best hair on the team. Um, thanks. <laughs> but... Uh... I don't know. I think we we work from each other pretty well. Um, it sometimes uh, we have to work on keeping the apartment clean. Uh, it's just little <laughs> things like Mama isn't here anymore to to do laundry and to do the dishes. So um, that's that's not on us. But I think we're doing a pretty good job. You know, Joe says that he learned how to cook. Is that true? Uh yeah, kind of. I mean, uh, yeah, he's he's having the Italian things in his blood. I think and. Uh, yeah, the pasta is pretty good. So, are you? Do you cook at all? Um, yeah, it always depends on my mood. To be honest, <laughs> I like going out with them, spending some time with the boys too, and um, don't care about dishes at all. It's always nice, <laughs> but it's always nice to to do your own and um, make your own food. So, if I were to talk to Joe and I say, "Hey, look, if if it's like most turn to make dinner." Do you know it's going to be peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? No, it's probably <laughs> going to be a, a nice meal, and uh, we we would probably cook together. So um, I think we're doing a pretty good job. You know, Mo, Mo it's always a pleasure talking to you. You know, uh, obviously, uh, you know I, I have followed you. You you know you, you it's a meteoric rise, but you, it's but you you know you're the one who did that. I mean, you know, you've put in the work. You're a very uh, good player, very heady player. Your your hockey IQ, as I said. Uh, thanks for joining us on the Red and White Authority. Uh, can't wait to see you uh, in, in Detroit, and best of luck this season.